Hello and welcome to episode 142 of the Mixtape Ambassadors. You may be saying to yourself, Self, why is there not the beautiful Mixtape Ambassadors theme song? Well, because Leo is here and Jeff is on vacation in Oklahoma with Steve. Shout out, Steve. But we have two special guest hosts this week. The wonderful... Her lovely debut last week where you were talking so much more. And friend of the podcast, Kevin Lawson, who this is like his 27th time, something like that. We've got something him on. like that. Yeah. Who's counting? <laughs> who's, who's counting anyway? <laughs> but this is episode 142. And I'm so thank you guys for joining me while Je- in Jeff's absence. Absolutely. I told him, I was like, you're going to have to show me how to do all this stuff. I only had to call him twice. It only took us a couple hours. But I figured it, it out. He, he printed me beautiful <laughs> notes with screenshots. Thank you, Jeff. Step one. So I will be able to upload this with no problem. <laughs> it was just a matter of plugging everything into where it goes that seemed to be the issue for me. I was like, no. Finding the right holes. I, I, I t- and that's what she said. Yep. I totally felt like fucking Maynard. And I know the pieces fit that I watched. Uh, it, was, uh, it was it was horrible. It hurt. But uh, uh, let's just get, because I hate this guy so much, I just want to get him out of the way. So let's Machine Gun Kelly is back in the news. Uh, resurrected from the dead when Eminem sent his bitch ass packing out of rap completely. He no longer is a rapper. Oh, shit. Now he's uh, hooked up and is sucking, unfortunately, Travis Barker's dick. I thought Travis Barker was a good guy, but he is now producing MGK's rock Rock. So he's going to be the new Elvis or something. And so, you know, just to kind of get his name out there, right, uh, he decided to take a shot at Slipknot, specifically Corey uh, Corey Taylor, uh, because Corey Taylor was supposed to do a uh, track for them. And so he did it, laid it down, and Travis Barker was like, yeah, bro, like, that was sick, like, that was so dope, uh, but, you know, uh, MGK has just got a few uh, a few notes for you of, like, how he wants you to kind of do <laughs> this that. This is how it can be improved. And wow. so, and so, uh, and Corey Taylor took screenshots, so he's got fucking receipts, and he put that on Twitter, he's like, hashtag receipts, <laughs> proof. and he put the screenshots of both the email from Travis Barker and what he said to them. He basically said, look, uh, I tried it with, you know, what you guys' uh, suggestions were, and I don't like it. It's not for me. I like if, if I this composed is, if this piece this of is, music. If this so. is what you're looking for, then I'm not the right guy. And if you would like, I can help you find somebody to take that over. But like, I'm going to. About like, as diplomatic as you could possibly be in that situation. I love freaking Corey. I'm not going to do it. And so uh, recently. Uh, first of all, MGK had been saying that he he was the one who didn't want Corey Taylor in anymore because he wasn't worthy or like whatever. And Not so cool he was that. at Riot Fest the other day and he goes, uh, you know what I'm so happy about? You know what I'm so happy about? That at least I'm not a 50-year-old dude who has to wear a mask on stage and was uh, totally trying to throw some uh, shade on him. And that's, that's like their shtick. I don't see how say, that's... That's their thing. That's well, fucking and, Slipknot's thing. And he's old. I'm sorry, I was born 20 years... Thir- what, 30 years? How old is MGK? Like, dude, he's probably 20-something, dude. No, he's... <laughs> Hold on, I'll check. All right, yeah. I don't know how old this 25, fucking probably, douchebag is, like but... 
Uh, so yeah, he was like at this riot fest or whatever, was like trying to talk shit before he played his music, which we're going to play a clip of here in a second. Uh, well, they also like he did you see that uh, he almost like got into a fisticuffs with fucking Conor McGregor and they, the news is all he dodged a punch. I'm like, dude, he's like five feet away. If Conor was within striking distance, he'd be on the ground. If Conor wanted to hit him, he would have hit him. How old is he? He is uh, 31. Holy Ooh, shit. Look at this old ass man. So, oh, well, I mean, off by several years. No big deal, right? So this is his beautiful song. This is his foray into rock, right now. This is this is his, the right. new MG Key you know rock. Sounds like pop to me. I read those texts that you sent to yours, but I'll never say it. Yeah. <laughs> He's driving a Mercedes in the video. Travis Barker, this is what you've done from fucking Blink-182. This is this is your bitch. This is the guy you're fucking putting out there right now. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get the appeal of this guy at all, musically or otherwise. I just think he's totally pretentious. I mean, he's with you. Like it, Shanda, don't you? No, I've heard way too many songs. One that have yeah, we can like, shut the same it off. tune. Oh, you don't want to listen to and the whole song? Two, no, no. <laughs> Fuck and no. two that have the same lyrics. Like, all of the newer stuff is all the same. So, Correct. yeah, no. But I'm not uh, impressed. It's, it's, I'm not saying he's not talented. He has talent, oh, undeniably. <laughs> but talent in a very specific niche that I see as just completely commercial. Not in the horrible way, but just, like, that's all you hear on the radio. Well, what was great was somebody made a meme. Like, dude, he fucked up. Like with the Eminem fans, everybody's like, I'm going to let M get in that ass. Like, don't yeah, worry. He'll fuck you up. He'll fuck you up. But the Slipknot fans have been fucking just going after this Good. motherfucker like crazy. You just lo- lost and, a potential portion of your fan And base one of right the, me- no, nobody who listens to Slipknot's going to listen to that fucking <laughs> buttercup shit. But either way, like he was, it was like, yeah. I'm so glad I don't have to be 50 years old wearing a mask on stage. And then it shows the many faces of MGK. Like now he's all like he had like long witch fingernails. He's now dyed his hair blonde and he's like, you know, doing all this stuff. And they're like, you're fucking your whole shit's a mask, douche. Like you're there's he's put, he's there's putting literal, on a uniform. There's he's literally nothing it. real about you. At least the fucking lyrics to Slipknot songs come from a fucking emotion and a heartfelt spot. You can tell somebody lived whatever they were writing. Not like, just dude, they're not just like somebody it. just. Yeah. Like that sounds like that's going to be uh, the next clip for like the next Fiat car commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, if he... Or like a, a pizza a commercial. Yeah. A hip pizza commercial. Hey, man, here at Domino's, we don't even <laughs> use drivers anymore. We just use driving robots. My ex Griffin. Shut up, dude. Good Lord. <laughs> You bubblegum son of a bitch. But anyways. <laughs> so how do you really feel about this situation? I, like, dude, as a huge fan of Slipknot, I've seen them several times. Like, I love their music in all fucking fact. Like, the, the from the super, like, hard stuff to Snuff is one of my favorite songs by Slipknot. And that is not hard at all. Like, that is a very softer side uh, yeah, to their they have music, some softer and, songs. And for a I like Psychosocial. That's the best. <laughs> shit. I love Psychosocial. I love that one, dude. Like I was watching a, a lot of uh, React videos to that song, and like there's this couple of a dude. Like he's got like a do rag on, and his girl's always like, "That's facts, son. Like that's facts," <laughs> and like stuff like that. 
Picture time. Picture time. Whoop. I can't. Oh, here. I got big old long arms. I'll do it. You do it. I can't do it. We forgot to do that. The monkey needs to take the picture. All right. Um, So, yeah, I just think that, uh, you know, as a big Slipknot fan, and it's just funny to me because, like, this guy got run out of rap and maybe it was his choice maybe megan fox his new bitch who's a retard didn't she's like i don't like rap so much. i don't like it maybe you shouldn't and eminem's way better than you sweetie so maybe you just tuck and run and go try something and else do you like my new dress that's basically see-through wax paper yeah let's go to the emmys on that it's it's or grammys ba- or whatever it's basically based it's it's off of the old raps for the mcdonald's <laughs> it's like the old raps they used to wrap the burgers in and they made a dress it's really a vagina curtain <laughs> is all it really is. It just covers the business just enough. Just yeah. enough to say you couldn't see the whole toe, just like, you know, the nail of the toe. Well, that, that's the way I see it. That's sad for Megan Fox because to me, she's Dude. now finally living out what people have said about her for years. Oh, you're just a pretty girl, a bimbo who wants to be slutty. Like no, but ever she since she's been dating. Be. Dude. Get, no, him, but think about it. She's so gone. Like, she's gone way from Brian Austin Green, exactly. the nerdiest fuck on M- the entire older night. than her, much older than her, douchey to to this fucking clown. Like now she's the cougar because I think cougar. she's older than him. She's yeah. probably like thirty three. No, she's like mid thirties. I want to say she's four or five years older than him. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume. But, but yeah, either just, regardless, he's just a total schmuck. But like yeah, so so. Now he's going to go after Slipknot, like but, hoping but that that's going to the situation like, you're describing, like I said, that's the most diplomatic way he could have, po- like, I'm oh, sorry, and, 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 I don't think this is a good fit. I'm being professional. She? She's only 35. Okay. You had so it right. Four years. Four years. Yeah. You had it right. Yeah, four years. But yeah, it's like, uh, how, how, how much more professional and decent and stand up could he have been? And that's what you're going after him for? And, and he also- that's fucking bullshit. And he also said, flat out, he was like, hey, um- and just so anybody knows, that, like Corey Taylor was like, "This is the last thing that I'm like. I'm not gonna help yeah, boost this guy. Like, here's the receipt. That's probably why he's doing. He's it. a fucking liar, and we're done. Like I, like I got nothing left for that guy. Yeah, you don't want to keep putting those people in the light because they'll they'll just soak it up, even if they look bad. No press is bad press, right? Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently not. I've seen it work in Tucson and all places, no, but I'm not gonna go down that yeah. rabbit hole. But. <clears throat> I've seen bad press get a lot of fucking clicks and a lot of hatreds and whatnots. But, dude, I know you're old enough. Oh, and Shanda, yeah. I think you're kind of old enough, but I also think you kind of looked it up. Because I like when I said, do you remember Alf? You had a very confused look on your face. <laughs> that crazy like, alien puppet. He looks like a freaking anteater. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of the idea, right? How old are you, Shanda? I just turned 36. Okay. okay so, so you really yeah. have... Now I can't make fun of you as hard because it's just the 35th anniversary of yeah. Elf. So you were... I never watched it, but I know... You know, it. yeah. Gordon Shumway! Yeah, he looks like an anteater. He, <laughs> I used to like like love watching that show. Because Elf is, stands for alien life form, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But My yeah, name's Elf! He's a fucking puppet. And the Gordon Shumway. <laughs> they used to eat cats. That's they had, right, They yeah. had to hide the cats from him. He yeah. looks like an ant. They never explicitly showed him eating a cat, because this is PG TV. But... No, I think they did. It was in the 80s, dude. No, well, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> you'd see his big puppet hands go, like that, and you'd see, like, furs, like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah. They let you know. There's no blood or gore, but... No, no, it was a... Dude, <laughs> you knew he consumed a feline. <laughs> dude, it was basically like, uh, you know, your typical full house or, yeah, you know, family elf, matters, like, but it was elf, and it was the, you know... It was he the always alien. had the... He had the 
stick stick the one liners and always making fun of the family, especially the dad, right? Yeah, the, yeah dude. Yeah. There was a I I should have uh, I couldn't find the full video of it, but there was an explanation. I guess he started choking the puppet on set one day. Like he like lost his fucking <laughs> he lost mind. his shit instead of going out to the voice that was. He's like, <laughs> you're the last fucking, fucking thing I'm gonna hear. That's why they had to have multiple Alf puppets on set because he would set fire to them randomly. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Alf. 35 years though shit 35 years man like I, that <sighs> so that show Makes when it premiered old. i was i was five going on six and i absolutely yeah i was only a year it. old <laughs> i know that's why i'm like that's why i was like now I she's feel, like i watched whatever they put me in front of that that's pretty much what now i, I feel Disney. less like making fun of you about it but i still like elf was the shit dude yeah i used to love elf but yeah so happy 35th anniversary to the show elf which basically just like created my whole life your my enti- whole wow. my entire life has been uh, really just drilling it down there, yeah, dude. It's all fucking Everything the lessons comes back that, to the, Elf. The, the lessons that I learned, <laughs> and then it all that explains a lot. It really does. <laughs> I mean, Alf eats cats, you eat pussy. So, <laughs> <laughs> see, I was learning even back then. Thanks, Elf. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You got the education earlier. You're right in the pocket. That's that's what's that's what you she said. <laughs> I know I was going to steal you. She was like, I was about to say something, and then you fucked it up. Yep. No, she saw what I was doing. I was yep. like, oh, oh nope. No. I did Kembe Motombo. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so now, so we talked crappy music with a machine gun over there. Now I gave you guys the idea of telling me your top five songs from a movie or like part of the soundtrack. This was not easy. Especially when you brought you it to my choices. attention as, we as soon as you got, as we're, se- yeah, as you, as we were setting <laughs> up, trying way. to figure everything out. Um, this was not easy for me. Um, cause only, you had too many. Um, it was hard to whittle down. To it five. was, yeah, it was hard to whittle down to five. Um, but I think the ones I came up with, I think they all have something to do with, you know, my childhood nostalgia. Gr- yeah. yeah. And then one of them is something is a movie I watch like every single day. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So without further ado, uh, what's the first one? Start playing it. Kevin. So I'll, I'll go off of hers. That's the, um, nightmare before mm-hmm. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So we'll put, play a little, little ditty. We'll do a little, some classic composed music. Tim Burton movie. Yes. Yes, and I love My Tim daughter Burton. loves this movie. I love Tim Burton. And you love Halloween, so. I do. I do. Jack I love Jack Skellington. <laughs> okay, so, so we got that song there. Okay, so what's, what's the next one on your list that is, and what does it bring to mind? Because you have. So I would say probably. The Top Gun, okay. Soundtrack. <laughs> the Ke- the Ke- Kenny Loggins one. The there. Kenny Loggins, yes. Danger Zone, um, yes. This one, for sure. You can't not picture Tom Cruise on his Z1 on the tarmac doing like 90 miles. Oh an yeah, hour. no, you can't. I can't drive the speed limit when I'm listening to <laughs> oh. this in my car. All of a sudden, I have my shades down. I'm like, fucking Maverick Supersonic will be there in 30 seconds. I like, I got 12 points yeah. on my license because of this fucking song. Exactly. <laughs> also, too, um, my dad introduced me to this movie and uh, stuff like that, so it okay. kind of is like one of those, so there's, you know, like, yeah. there's like a sentimental value to it. De- definitely a connection to yes. somebody you care very, about. Yes, yeah, yeah. very much so. This song also made my top five 
but for different reasons, which <laughs> I will ex- I will weave that into my list. Okay, so we'll we'll, we'll move on to Shanda's third nope. selection. So my third would have to be uh, Dirty Dancing. Oh, hungry, hungry uh, eyes. No, actually, it's I've had the time oh, so, of my life. Oh, so, so we had the wrong one. Oh, um, but wow. this one actually Fuck is a good up. one. Um, <laughs> um, How did I fuck that one up? It's all right. Well, um, like that was actually the song I was thinking of when yeah, you put on no, there, and that then I just one, I was like, "Oh wait, uh, that one." Because growing up, that's a you, were, that's you, you just, had a crush on Patrick Swayze. I totally had a crush on Patrick Swayze. I was heartbroken when I found out that he passed away. Um, oh well, yeah, it's uh, um, but this song. See, I always loved him from Red Dawn. <laughs> Wolverine! Oh, yeah. I also loved him in um, freaking Roadhouse. Oh, dude. Oh, Roadhouse yeah. is a I bounced for classic. five years. That Every bouncer had to watch that movie at least 150 yeah. times and jerk off twice. So this song... Um, <laughs> I don't want to know the explanation of that one. You don't need to know. Besides the fact of it being like it's the ending song... Um, I, Jeff has this like running joke that he says, Oh, we need to learn this dance. Um, <laughs> Jeff, put it on the board. Yeah. Put it on the board. He'll have to learn it. Learn the dirty dancing. Um, I've just set you up for your fucking Halloween costume, buddy. This is always, oh my God, that would be so freaking cool. Um, oh, yeah. But this song, Jeff is this Patrick movie, Swayze. I'll pay to see that. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry continue. Um, but this, this movie is just one of those go to movies. And, you know, it's actually kind of funny. I thought about another movie right now that. I would have wanted the soundtrack. All right, well, we're not going to put the, the, but, the song um, on, but what would it be? It would would have been the Pure Country, um, George Strait. Oh. Um, but small yes, and I always love that song. Too. But uh, yeah, so um, do all song. the things. Um, I can imagine the, the melody, but, right? Um, yeah. So are we on my fourth one. <laughs> yes. So my fourth one would I believe I told you Armageddon. Yes. Okay. The Aerosmith. Um, Aerosmith. I'm a huge fan of Aerosmith, but also, too, every single time I hear this song, um, it just reminds me, you know, of that father-daughter oh, connection yeah, yeah. that they have. Of course, anybody that sees this movie, like, you cry at the one film, point, but, you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's sad. Fucking you know Bruce it's going to happen. Aslick. Oh, yeah. Um, pulling down stellar performances, bringing shit. tears to my Go, eyes. Going to a fucking asteroid, doing that shit up, the, making me cry. Right. And the I also combo. love the violins. I think that's like the best part of the song, but yeah. So. I love when they incorporate uh, like classical instruments. Dude, I'm telling a you, a couple man. of minor like yeah from when, soundtracks like composed music. When to uh, Metallica song. had the the album that they played with the orchestra, like they played all of the Metallica mm-hmm. songs and added in the yeah, orchestra. It was that shit, shit is so it was amazing. Okay, so now you got your fifth and final one. So this is the fun one. This is and final yeah. one is going to be the Beverly Hills Cop theme. So um, like, as soon as you see the uh, hear this, you think of Axel Foley. Oh yeah, and those in those white Nikes, oh, tight yeah. jeans with the Detroit the Lions, Lions Letterman jacket. Letterman jacket. Um, also, too, this reminds me of growing up. I you know I was born in '85, so I remember hearing this all the time. Watched it all the time. My dad actually had the vinyl record for a record player, and this was one of the records he had. So yeah, yeah, he put it on, and you know it's every, just one of those. Every kid who grew up around this era has had this playing like in their house and they've had their hands as guns and you're running around the corners <laughs> pretending to be Axel Foley. Don't, and if you say you haven't, you're full of shit. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, you wanted yeah. to be black. Hey, hey, Rosewood, it's okay. 
Fucking Taggart's got a hard dick right now, too. He's just trying to hide it. <laughs> Come on, man. Go ahead. Just put that dollar in a little G-string. She'll fucking go crazy, Billy. Come on, Billy. Come on, Billy. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but so, yeah, those are my top five. That's a class. I was in there well having rounded. a drink, and they yes. followed me in. <laughs> God, there's so many classic lines from that movie. Yes. Yeah, how much for how, how much for these how, how much for the how much for these bananas? <laughs> it's nine ninety nine for the whole fruit buffet, but I just want the bananas. <laughs> well, you go ahead and take those. Don't worry about it. I love Eddie. Murphy. Damon Wayans. That I was love. Damon Wayans. That was, oh shit, it was. Yeah, wow. dude, that was the guy that handled the bananas. I love Eddie bananas. Murphy. Hey man, we ain't falling no for no banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> Did you know Charles Snyder like right now? Hey man, we ain't gonna find no banana in the tailpipe. God, All right, you Kevin. Got that memorized. Oh, All dude, right, I watched that movie yesterday. Now, what are your five? All right, so you and I share this one. Yeah. It's Pixies, I knew Where Is My Mind. From Fight and Club. Now, I'd heard the song before Fight Club, but then yeah, I think it was like the first trailer I saw for the movie had that playing over it. I was like, dude, this because you know we read the books prior to that, and it was like, can they do justice to this book? And then you know you see the first trailer, and you hear the music, Stop. and you think, they fucking I can it. never, David ever Fincher. hear this song without... Replaying the entire, the entire end scene in my head as the buildings are exploding, blowing up and collapsing, and Edward Norton He's says, all, "You met me at a real strange, strange time, time in my, my life, life Marla." <laughs> and you G- know what? Gun hole in the cheek. Sadly, I have said that to many a woman that I have dated. I've just, "You met me at a really strange time in my life, Marla." And like, and and honestly, Marla that like specifically, wow. yeah. I've never dated a Marla, but like, okay, you just, I, okay. I always pick the Marla singer. <laughs> I always seem to find her. <laughs> I, I, and you I can, can think of you, I can you will. Say I agree with that. The, to now, the, for me, uh, again, I'll, I'll put a, a further explanation. But that song is always for me. It sounds so fucking morbid, but I always put this song on any iPod or anything that I have, like when I uh, fly on a plane. Because if the captain says we're going down, I'm putting this song on, and I'm just gonna unbutton the seatbelt and hold my hands up and just go, "Wee!" You gotta grab the oxygen and say, "Face as calm as Hindu cows." Brilliant Keep you calm. fucking movie. Now, do, Brilliant now, now, artist. Now, now the I mean, important the Pixies, qu- Frank now the, Black. Now the important question: Do I, the question of etiquette? Do I give you the ass or the crotch? <laughs> Yeah, I love that movie. Okay, so number two. Okay, so number two. uh, It's a classic. It's uh, variation fifteen from Benjamin Wellfish. You'll you might recognize it if you're a uh, Christopher Nolan fan, but it's from the only World War II movie I liked at all ever. Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Yes. So it's just a composed piece of music. It's at the end, you know, when um, Tom Hardy's character and he's getting out of the plane, landing the plane with no power and barely cranks out the wheels. Then torches the plane because the Nazis are coming. Just it's one of those like emotional pieces of music that just set such a perfect tone. Hans Zimmer is. A I probably have a composer. song or two like this somewhere that's mm-hmm. like probably in the top ten. It didn't crack my top five as far as like the composed music. I don't think, but I can see why this. I mean, it's a very very beautiful piece of music, yeah. and I did love Dunkirk. Um, I, I there were so many fucking World War Two movies, and I get so bored with a lot of them. Uh, but yeah, this I can't. Was, it was really the, the, you just the timing where it's one day, one week, one hour. You like the different people, and at, at, at the end, you see how it all crosses over. Just brilliant filmmaking. But yeah, so that so, was two. That was two. So the third one, um, I don't think anybody I've ever known that has listened to this music is like ever recognized it. It's a unique sound. I'll speed it up. Um, it's from a movie um, with Chloe Grace Moretz 
called Let Me In. It's a remake of a... I love that movie. I love she, the okay. original, but she's a vampire. Yeah, she's a vampire who never ages. And then yeah. Cody Smith-Mafee is like the boy who's bullied and she becomes friends with him. Really unique film, but... Have you ever seen that? I have not. You have to check this. It is really good. And I saw the original before <laughs> I saw the, the Chloe... Uh, Grace Morris. Yeah. Let the right one in. Yeah. Is the, yeah. Is the it's original. a uh, foreign language film. I think it's German or something. But basically the same exact. Man, you really you deep dove into yeah, these, man. Because like, like, I like this song, but I never would have even. I would have done my freaking well, it, homework. <laughs> it's all right. Mine are all fucking. This is going to be more commercial. Okay. Uh, from uh, so this Ghost in the Shell. The. Uh, um, live action with Scarlett Holy Johansson. shit, dude. A ghost in the shell, too? Look at this yeah. guy. He's well, all over the map. This is a, he's, this he's, is he's a cover the, uh, of you, a, you, song. you are the uh, eclectic member of this uh, <laughs> podcast trio right now. Wow. I was like, me and Shander are hitting some, like, you know. Well, you, I know you'd agree, though. Like, no, no. These, um, these uh, are certain songs and certain music, if you see a movie, TV show, and that it, it, it impacted you somehow, whenever I hear that music, I can think of uh, and like, the almost relive really that. Oh, this, this is a... Um, a remake of a '80s song. Uh, God, I can't remember. What's the, the name band. of the song? Uh, Enjoy the silence. Oh, dude, fucking from uh, Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I saw Depeche Mode play it live. It was they came out of a spaceship. It was the shit. Oh shit! It was at it was at Coachella. I got to see the first night. I the headliner that closed was Depeche Mode, and then I saw Tool the next night. Nice. But yeah, I mean, this reminds me of uh, the movie was good. I, like, it wasn't I love the song in this, re- this remake. It's, it's good. when you have a trailer that is so makes the movie look so incredibly good and a good soundtrack over it. That's what I usually remember. I actually liked the the, the live action Ghost in the Shell. I, I was, don't think it was as bad as people. Some people freaked out because like Scarlett Johansson isn't Asian. I'm like, if you look at the she doesn't look Asian anime, in the fucking anime either. None of them do. I've dated plenty of Asian girls. Their breasts are never that big. Their asses are never that wide. They're never that tall. They're drawn in. It's not real, right? All right, and this is a really old classic. Tom Waits. Known more for an actor now. But, but what movie is this from? Uh, this has been in several movies. Uh, more recently, um, most people will recognize it. Um, one of the characters sings it in um, The Walking Dead. She does like an uh, acapella version of it, and then they play this to them. But, I mean, Tom Waits, old school Tom Waits is awesome. So she left my Very I'm all, I will throw one in that it didn't get to make my top five, but it should have. Was uh, Lou Reed, Perfect Day. Oh, oh yeah. That's it's a such a perfect day. Uh, that's from um, Trainspotting. And it's also in uh, uh, Action Park. Um, not Action Park. Whatever the... Uh, Action Land. That's that one with uh, that uh, Jesse Eisenberg kid. Yes, but this isn't Trainspotting also. This is when they're fucking... Fr- like... Yeah. Heroin out. They're, I'm like I, so they're loaded on. Some so this song, just as well as the other train spotting song that I'll have you put on there, always reminds me of the movie. And like you know, I, th- I think I've no, I had to have mentioned on the podcast over 142 episodes that I used to do heroin, and so like a lot of these songs speak to me. This well, one this was so the one. So this was end. this song was in my top five. This is Born Slippy by Underworld. Um, and like, whenever I just hear this right here, Train Spotting is playing in my head. Like scenes from the movie, I, I can connect with it. I can understand. Get a job, get have a career, live life, choose life. Yep, that's yeah. That's that's like one of the most classic endings to any film. 
and like this song just encapsulates that like he he got away yeah he made he escaped and he took all the money (laughs) and he helped Spud because Spud was the only one of his friends that wasn't a fucking twat and like right here just I just I I can get to the groove and just think of everything in that movie dude uh, a lot of people credit this soundtrack and it's uh, for America not so much Europe uh, all the techno for like launching how big that because think about it like what, 97? 96. Yeah, early, mid-90s. We were young, but, like, after that, I remember, like, when we started rolling and experiment, like, all the rave music, all, like, you'd hear this shit all the time. But this was already big in, the, in Europe. Oh, yeah, over there. It was old school. All right, so my number two song then would have been, like I said, I was Danger Zone. And, and, <laughs> and like I said, I already described, like, driving and everything like that. But to me, Danger Zone also connects to the fact that like yeah i've been in several instances in which i'm driving head first doing mach 3 into the danger zone of my life <laughs> i was like through About to crash. alcohol drugs comedy fucking podcasting just everything i feel like my hair's on fire and i'm cooking through and things just are not doing goose just, you never know talk to me goose <laughs> <laughs> so that was that one Classics. and then uh, obviously we already did the Pixies I just kind of described that one but also where is my mind uh, as a person who's taken lots of psychedelics I've I've felt that like yeah. where is my mind with my feet on the air and my head on the ground like just yeah I've been there I've felt that uh, so that's three uh, number four uh, I'm a huge Rocky fan and Rocky 4 especially and right after Apollo dies Rocky goes in and he's telling Adrian, he's like, I have to fight him. I can't lose. I already lost everything. And then he gets in his car and he fucking turns on his Porsche and shit or whatever fucking, you know, sports <laughs> car he's rocking. I'm not a car guy, but he's in there and he starts fucking driving like through like throughout the city and fucking shit. He's racing. He's playing all those like, things of <laughs> him and Apollo, including Apollo dying in the ring. And he's just like, son of a bitch. He, just starts, he starts punching the that's, fucking roof. That's like the upgrade to the original where he runs up the steps, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's getting pumped. He's getting rocked out. But yeah, some some serious classics. And then uh, I think you have one more. Oh, The Lost Boys. Yeah, go ahead. And the, yeah, the last one oh, is... you got to hear this part. <laughs> I do. I, I, I work out to that song all of the time, dude. I'm just sitting there with the weights. And I'm like, yeah, do it. Getting swole. Get my swole on, son. But and then this song, uh, if anybody, you know, if you listened to two episodes ago when Jeff uh, made me aware that they're remaking the Lost Boys. Okay, the and, Santa, you know what the Lost Boys are, right? Uh, yeah. Of course. And how angry and irate I was is because this is one of my top five songs in a fucking movie is this song. And, like, I can picture Kiefer Sutherland. That's my favorite Kiefer Sutherland movie is The Lost Boys. Like, I love him in it. Like, it... I mean, I know he was young, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I well, tied with I also that and like guns. vampires. So I yeah, mean, well, that's why I said <laughs> that earlier. Like, do you know what? Because like, if you're into vampires, you know this movie. Oh yeah, if no, you're like, I, I don't care about vampires. Frog Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> Corey Feldman. Oh yeah, Corey no. Haim. I love Haim, right? Yeah, no. Corey Feldman. Corey. Haim. <clears throat> Did he change his name? The Corys. There's two Corys. Corey okay, Haim. okay. Corey you confused me. I'm like, they were both in sister. Yeah, they I were two Corys, bro. There is a lot of movies where God, both Corys were in. Yeah, for sure. Corey Corys. Good old 80s. 
But yeah, so I don't know. I was I was just I went into a deep dive watching a bunch of movies and just thinking about like so many you know movies just you'll, you'll have, you'll hear that song and it'll just trigger the movie or something. Oh yeah, a bit of nostalgia. Or it, yeah. it'll like just yeah. I've had times sure. where I hear a song. I'm like, shit, I gotta watch that just because I heard that song. Yeah. And There's very few things that can do that outside of music. Speaking of like things that kind of like get you in the mood for things, I was like, well, Shinda was talking, totally about, different told direction. me that yesterday was the first day of fall. And why is that exactly? Why is that what? Because why was it, yesterday it, the first it, day? In most places, it actually starts to get cold. Yeah. The, Unlike the Arizona. The season changes. There's actually fucking leaves falling from Can them. I ask you a question? Trees. I don't. I know it's it's a cactus, but it's got more arms. Bitch, I grew up in the Midwest. I don't know. talk to me about what... I'm more just saying, like, there. that just seems like an arbitrary date to just be like, all right, look at, what was it, 21st? Yeah, 23rd. Yep. Whatever yeah, the every, fuck. Yeah, September. All right, just first day. 23rd? 22nd. 22nd. I was like, it's the 23rd. But today. meanwhile... People I know have been drinking pumpkin spice shit and eating pumpkin spice shit <laughs> long before the first day of fall. Oh, yeah. It's not course. cold enough here to and have of pumpkin course, spice. Of course. Starbucks first day of fall. Yeah. I have pumpkin spice coffee, pumpkin oh, she's, spice she's creamer. Jesus. I have freaking pumpkins everywhere. Do you have pumpkin spice candles? I do. Of course. All right. Actually, she I had like pumpkin right spice there. donuts, good, bro. There's one right here. I have air freshener. Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, She's my basic little sister that I never had. I love it. Mouthwash. Um, yeah, no, it's it, to Enema. me, it's it's just like I don't know. I think it's more of the colors and you know, that like warm feeling. Yeah, well, and I mean, and we live in Arizona, so it doesn't get cold. Um, I mean, when it does, it's like eh. it's like you know? it's cold for here, though. I don't yeah. care what anybody says, but. I mean, yeah. when you live night, here long enough, morning, yeah. you're like, Whew. And also, too, with, like, fall, like, it it also brings up Halloween, and oh, that's my yeah. favorite holiday, and it just kind of, it, it just, it puts me in good spirits. Like, if you guys look at my living room and, you know, everything like that. <laughs> it looks like, like it, Autumn fucking. It does. It looks like Autumn, Autumn got drunk up. and puked all over yeah. your house. Um, but, I mean, it's it's more about the colors and just, like, the season the and, feel and the like, feeling. Yeah, like, and, and then it gets closer to Halloween. And I love yeah, Halloween. It's like the start of, and, like, Halloween's right Oh, the yeah. Like, that's why I'm so glad I was born in September. Um, because, <laughs> yeah, September like, is the best. Beginning of September, they bring yeah. out. God, I'm on the fucking podcast with two september babies how dare it <laughs> the the you know september they bring out the pumpkin spice and and you know everything like that which i'm huge on um and it's just i mean i i do certain scents and yes i do have pumpkin spice coffee and creamer and i do so have do you use donuts. The pumpkin spice coffee with the creamer and dip the pumpkin spice donuts in the coffee creamer. Oh my god, it's like oh Jesus Christ. heaven she when that happens. Um, wow, but I mean it's it's hey, you know you it's like the it? one it's time a year yeah. that you know I can honestly say I could go get a Starbucks if I wanted to, um, just because of the pumpkin spice lattes, you know. Yeah. Um, but. I, I just, thought of you the other day. I went into a fucking Starbucks and they were out of pumpkin spice. And I was like, oh my God, if she was here right now, she'd burn this motherfucker to the so ground. So it's funny that you say that because <laughs> I, like, asked, I asked Jeff to bring me one. And where I work, there's two. There's a main Starbucks and then one in the Target. The main Starbucks was out of it. And Jeff's like, well, I can't go back to her work without bringing her one. So he goes yeah, over to the target, target. And so the Target's like, oh, we're only doing exact change. And he goes... I only have cash, but like, that's fine. Like, I don't need the change. I just want 
like the freaking pumpkin bucks. spice latte. Like that's all I want. He's like, I won't be able to go home if I don't have a pumpkin. He's spice like, it's latte. the twenty bucks or I'm homeless. Just right. Make me too. Uh, I'm not that bad. Um, yeah. I mean, the girls, my kids like to say like, "Oh, mom, you can have a pumpkin spice latte every single day." Like that gets to be too much. Then yeah, um, it's not as it's enjoyable. It, yeah, it's not as enjoyable. Um, but yeah. And I just, I like the smell of it too. I mean, it's, it just smells. Do you have pumpkin spice bath salts? That. I do not. Jeff yeah. hasn't taken me to Bath and Body Works well, yet. Well, shit. All right, Jeff. <laughs> Up, you're on the clock, Halloween big dog. just, that's <laughs> you, the Halloween gift. I'll put that on the whiteboard of stuff that will never. <laughs> I'll Your put it on the long, uh, the long list of ideas that we're like, we're going to do that. The yeah. wish list. Yeah. But, I, but, but I'm a master procrastinator. I just if I well you I guys saw procrastinator I... was coined for you probably yeah. I know it dude like everybody in my school like in my French classes and shit like they would hate me because they would spend all weekend like studying for like a French ver- like vocabulary quiz and, and like minutes. little like five ten minutes before class I'd look at our notes and be like mm-hmm. okay and I put it down I'd turn my paper and they'd be like yeah it's probably because you had to like fucking just leave it blank you didn't know anything and I was like okay and I'd get a 95 and they'd get put the test down on your desk you're all uh, like waving it in the air with the A plus like I was like man that sucks you only got a 72 and you studied all weekend that sucks (laughs) do you know how many brain cells I killed this weekend Uh, unfortunate (laughs) for you those 12 points were definitely worth the 19 hours (laughs) fuck you guys are insane Pretty much. Yeah. So, all right. Now, there's a show that... Uh, well, just, um, well, there's several, but I'm just saying Kate. Kate. What the fuck uh, is that? So you have, okay, so Netflix put out a movie. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, God, she's so hot. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Um, but be like, uh, so it's Mary, like, marry me? It looked like one of those typical just like whatever movies. Like, okay, she's... The, the plot is she is an assassin. She's in um, Tokyo and something goes bad. She gets poisoned, wake up in the hospital and you find out, oh, you've been poisoned with basically plutonium. You got fucking 24 hours to live. And so she goes on a rampage, a revenge rampage, trying to kill everybody involved. It's like the Yakuza and uh, Woody Harrelson plays her like handler, the guy who raised her and trained her like from a young age huh. to be an assassin. But it it was there was a lot of goofy action and stuff. But it was the camera work was crazy cool with some of the action. Like it would like be at like the regular level, see him fighting, and then it would go above them, and you'd see them rotate, and the camera would rotate at the same time. It was just the camera work. I mean, the story was beyond, to me again beyond obvious from the beginning. Like okay, she's gonna get betrayed, whatever you know who's involved, but. Also, they lot all the characters who were Japanese spoke Japanese for the most part. There were subtitles, which m- might bother some people, but it it wasn't a lot of conversation. It was just a few words here and there. But it was, and then the young Japanese actress—I can't remember her name—but she was she was really impressive in the movie. She played kind of like her counterpart. But yeah, it was it was one of those like gems that I was you know how picky I am about movies and usually stuff like that. Like if you look up the trailer, like it's just so obvious. Like okay, this is just gonna be this, and it wasn't. To me, it was very unique for huh. that type of film. I gave it uh, my IMDb rating was eight out of ten. Now that's not eight out of ten in all movies, but for that type of movie, I thought it was pretty good. Well, I'll have to check it so out. I, I mean, it. I like her a lot, and yeah. anything Woody Harrelson does is usually pretty good. Now, this no, he one, was a great—he was a small character, but a really good character. He's so. always good, dude. Woody, I can't wait to see awesome. fucking Venom. Let there be carnage, dude. I still haven't seen the first one, man. Dude, get on it, bro. I, know, I want to now, but now I'm like, well, shit. Com- I'll just wait to let it be carnage, coming, and I'll watch it's them both. It's coming out the fifteenth. Uh, oh, is it? Let, let, uh, oh, already? Okay, October, then I'll have yeah. to watch the first one then. 
Oh, I have to put it in I've my queue. I've already seen the uh, the trailer for it. We talked about it and showed it on here, but I can't wait. Also coming out in October, I think also on the fifteenth is going to be uh, Halloween Kills. It's the uh, so if you saw the the last Halloween with Supposed Jamie Lee Curtis, which uh, Danny McBride was a writer and he wrote this one, uh, and they are making a really? third one. Yeah, wow, I didn't know he wrote horror. Uh, yeah, him and uh, another guy they co-wrote it together. His and, humor's not my thing, but I I will credit like he well he's a good writer. None like, of he it, knows none of his doing. none of his like you know slapsticky stuff is really in there you know any more than you'd see in any of the michael myers movies yeah, but no, we, so we'd already so. seen the trailer on here so you don't have to, don't really have to watch no. or anything but like i really that's coming out too but a movie that we'll probably differ on is actually i know we will because we kind of just mentioned it in, <laughs> in passing when i was like oh dude uh and i don't know i don't think shanda's probably had time to watch it yet uh it's it's a it's on netflix it's a jason momoa, jason momoa. it's called sweet girl no, but I will watch it because of Jason Momoa. Yeah. yeah, that's why I watched it. He's a beautiful. Obviously, man. different reasons. Just because I like Jason Momoa, an, I think you watch it because after a... we talk about this, that um, <laughs> I saw the previews for it's him and Batista. Is that his name? Um, oh, and C. Yeah. That Apple. Oh, I. Yes. That's a, one of my favorite shows. It's yeah. so I don't have good. Apple TV, so I haven't Neither seen it. Neither do About I. the world, like 400 years in the future, uh, dystopian. They're all, like they're all, yeah. yeah, they're all blind. Uh, yeah. they, and Bautista's Nobody's had yes, sight for hundreds Momoa of years. Dave ba- the first season was Jason Momoa, who plays like Baba Voss, some weird name, and he's the father to these two, this guy, and boy and girl who are twins who are sighted. The first sighted people in 400 years. And being sighted, if you can see, you're, they're called witch finders. The queen orders them all to be killed because... You know, vision killed the world, destroyed the world. That's what they believe. No, nobody reads, nobody does any of that stuff. And so he's the main character. And uh, Dave Bautista, he's in the second season now, and he's Ido Voss, which is his brother. And he betrayed his father, and so his brother is—he's a badass warrior too. It's—it's it's really cool. I mean, it's a great show, and the way they portray their movements as blind people fighting because they're like. You know, even the sighted people who haven't trained in fighting, they can hear and listen to them and smell them and they can cut their heads off. Like it's it's really well done. It's actually actually most of the Apple TV shows I've seen are genuinely impressive. I'd like to see it if they could maybe fucking broaden their horizons, let regular fucking people do it. Because, you know, I'd (laughs) like to watch it. Um, But anyway, so Sweet Girl, first of all, spoiler alert. Um, So basically the idea of the story is a... Uh, a father and a husband his wife has got cancer she's dying of cancer and you know he's growing up with it and the doctor is basically like hey look i know that like this drug can kill or can cure your wife or help her out and whatever and he's like well they've already mortgaged everything they have they don't have any more money and so she's just kind of slowly deteriorating a little bit and then his doctor's like dude uh, another pharmaceutical company came up with a generic version and it's about like you know you we can get your wife on it and like she save her we can save her uh, but the the first pharmaceutical company who Shuts they basically down. buy that company Correct. and then shelve the the generic version and so they can just they keep charging rich. what they want mm-hmm. and now his wife can't get it and uh, the CEO of that company is on CNN and he's like talking basically uh, there's a congresswoman who's like you know you're a piece of shit and like you shouldn't be doing this and bad he's big like, pharma and he's like no no I'm great like I'm do you realize how much it costs to make these drugs yeah like all this other bullshit or whatever and so uh, they're billionaires taking, they're complaining taking, about they're, money they're taking calls and Jason Momoa calls in and he's like you know this is my name and he's like I want you to know that my wife's dying because of the fucking bullshit that you pulled and the guy's just like well 
<laughs> he's like, cancer is a death sentence, you know? Like kind of thing. He's like, <laughs> I'm yeah. so sorry, brother. Yeah, that sucks, my man. Like, you know, he's like, I feel sorry for you and your wife and it must be hard and stuff. And like, and he's sitting there and, and, and Momoa's like, listen, he's like, if my wife dies, you just earned yourself a dead sentence because I will find you and I'll kill you with my bare fucking hands. And so his wife dies and some shit happens. Some shit goes haywire. Uh, a reporter contacts him and tells him, like, I have information about how high up this goes. Like, this goes way higher than the CEO. Like, this is, like, you know, crazy level. Politicians. And so he, like, has to meet him somewhere. And his daughter, he told to stay at home, follows him there. So now they're both there. A guy is sent to kill that reporter, kills the reporter, and then tries to kill Jason Momoa. And his daughter interjects. And so now he's trying to kill both of them, basically. Oh, shit. Um he gets stabbed, uh, both his, he blacks out, his daughter blacks out, and then, you know, it's like, flash forwards two years, or six months, uh, yes. first it's six months, and you see, like, Jason Momoa, like, because he's been training a lot, you know, like, MMA stuff, and he's hitting the heavy bag, and then, like, and then you two, the two, two years it. later, and she's doing the same thing, and kind of whooping ass. And she loses her fucking mind, like, she puts this person in a chokehold, and, like, the guy's tapping aggressively, and she doesn't let go. Like his daughter has like problems, you know, all this shit and what happens. And so then all of a sudden now, you know, he meets up with the CEO. He has a plan or whatever, does all these things. Uh, people start dying. So now the FBI is after him. And then other people start dying as he's finding his way, moving up the food chain yeah. because because there's an assassin. The same guy who stabbed him and you know left him for dead or whatever is his higher up, which turned out to be that congresswoman. Oh, shit. She has, is basically killing anybody who can implicate her. So now she's going, you know, he's going after that. But so all this crazy shit happens. And then I think the reason me and Kevin differ is this point is like, so when Jason Momoa kind Gets of stabbed, fades, he's like, oh, he's dead. It's the, uh, the um, sixth, sense. sixth sense thing. I was like, so, I didn't know for sure, but I was like, okay, well now, you know, she's going to be the star of the show. And I'm like, so he's dead. It's in her mind. Yeah. So basically, all the killings so that happen, it's her. Up. Oh shit. The daughter is killing everybody. Well, it did lead me to a question in the movie when it's him calling and saying, "If she she dies, you know, you destroyed my family. I'm gonna come kill you." Was it him or was it the daughter actually making that phone call? Yeah, that you know, they never explained that. No, but, but like, so to me, as a like a revenge movie and the movie for what it was, like, I enjoyed the shit. Well, and I love Momo. I mean, he's brilliant in everything. Everything so. I ever see him in, he's really good. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like he's got range where I'm like, oh my god, is he doing Shakespeare in the Park? But I mean, like, he fucking <laughs> nails everything that he does. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. his character. He's a charismatic from, person from I mean, Frontier uh, as Declan, yep. like to. Uh, that show Taboo that he had, he was in uh, in parts of. He was in Taboo a little bit. I didn't yeah, know that. he the had Tom Hardy. He, yeah, yeah. Okay, he had just like a, a couple like you know he was a smaller part okay. and stuff, and then he had a, a red a Red Mountain, I think it was called a Red Road. Red Road. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like every movie, every TV show I've ever seen him in, like I've just I'm, I've always been a big fan. And so, uh, well, I should say once he like became a man, like when he was in Baywatch, nah, never really <laughs> dug on that shit. That was that was that was beard. That was an Aquaman. Yeah, Yeah, he is. He is Aquaman. Aquaman, Yeah, that's like his big hot Aquaman. (laughs) I'll honestly say that. Hello, sexy. He is. He's so beefy. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I didn't hate the movie, but I I just I think they hyped it and sold it the wrong way. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I I, like I said, I was stoned and I enjoyed it. 
It's the enjoyed best every, way to enjoy everything. Pretty much. You fucking stop. I was like, I just think that's the thing. You should smoke more weed and you'd enjoy life a little bit more, or at least right. movies. Uh, so <laughs> what's this other thing now? Okay. Foundation? So any uh, science fiction fans out there might know Isaac Asimov, uh, iRobot, um, um, Minority Report, tons of movies, but Foundation was like one of his earliest series of novels. Um, it's And it's uh, going to be on Apple TV. Um, Fucking and, all these and shows so on Apple TV. It's a Fuck saga. You, Apple TV. It's a saga spanning over a thousand years about the rule of the Galactic Empire, and it's like you know, foundation of planets, like thousands of planets, and it's called. Um, he's Harry Seldon. He's a psychohistorian, so he uses uh, crazy algorithms, mathematics, like far superior to our race has ever, because they have black holes, they can time travel, all sorts of shit, um, to be able to interpret and um, predict how the future is going to go. And he's been very accurate for a long time, but now he's predicting the fall of the Galactic Empire, like in Brother Day, Dawn and Dusk, meaning like father, son, grandfather, like the empire has been ruled by this family for four or 500 years. And basically they don't, they're like, you're telling us our, our power is going to end. Fuck you. Like you're a fucking zealot. Like we have to get rid of you. And so, um, there's a younger in the books. I think it's a younger guy, but in the show it's a younger girl, but she's training in this and he's, he's getting her to basically take over. Cause he's like, I'm going to be fucking martyred probably. Um, but yeah, it's just like about the chaos that ensues in the future of mankind. And the, the idea of foundation comes from, we have to pass on certain information and non-biases and stuff so that they, the future has a foundation to build off of because if it gets decimated like I expect it to be, like it's, we're going to go back to fucking caveman era. And obviously the rich, the powerful don't like that, so they're going to fight it, but they're more interested in laying a foundation for future mankind, humankind, so that they're not left in the swaller. But the the show looks absolutely amazing. I'm glad it's not a movie and it's going to be a series because, I mean, that's going to take a lot of time to flush out. But yeah, it's if you go on Apple TV and check it out, it's like even just the trailer, it looks really solid. Huh. And it's like one of his oldest novels that everyone, it's one of those like nobody wants to adapt it. And they've talked about it for freaking since I was a kid, but it's it's always been let's put make it into a movie or a movie series. So it should be good. Any huh. science fiction fans, it's his best work by far. So Shanda, what have you been watching? Anything? <laughs> also, I feel like we we're just leaving you out in the cold over here. Oh, what are you? What are you, what are you watching over there? Mm. Real Housewives. It's, oh, God no! <laughs> I knew that. How <laughs> dare you? Um, Anything other than Gordon Ramsay? Uh, yes, actually. Um, well, right now I'm into like all the Halloween movies and you know stuff like that. So like I watch Nightmare Before Christmas. But you watch that over all again. the time. I do. Um, <clears throat> What are some well, uh, What are some other fall classics that you're uh, like? You're a hocus I pocus like, gal. I am a hocus pocus gal. <laughs> Me too. Um, I, I thought so, Kevin. Yeah, I'm a hocus pocus gal, but also too like I started because uh, we have Disney Plus, um, and they started bringing out a lot of the like the Halloween inspired like old school Disney movies like with Donald and his nephews and oh wow. and Huey, Dewey, and, Dewey and Louie. Yes, so. Um, but usually, I mean, that's if it's just me. Um, when the girls have the TV, I watch a lot of TikToks. Um, so I'm just kind of like, eh, I really don't want to watch this. Oh, um, so they, they're, they're, they're using the TV to watch TikTok and you're sitting there going, what the fuck is this shit? Oh, yeah. Sometimes okay. it makes me laugh. Other times I'm like, you better not fucking do that. And then other <laughs> times I'm like, what in the world? Yeah. But yeah. What is this? Yeah. It's it's I'm a, a cat, a cartoon cat with a rainbow coming out of its ass. Yeah. With music. 
Oh yeah. What is that? Um, but lately I've just I've been shown stuck you on... that what's at the end of the rainbow. Right. Oh, what do you, what, what do you <laughs> oh God. Black pussy. Um, yeah. Oh my God. What, I, I wasn't going to go there, but yeah. What, uh, what, uh, what do you, what have you been into Shannon? <laughs> uh, with what? Just movie wise? No, no. Or... What, you were about to say something before we um, turned that into that. So. No. Um, uh, lately it's just been like just the originals, you know, like just like classic, Halloween like classic, movies. Halloween movies like scary movies or just um like... I'm really a huge fan of Jason okay um, well, it's the Friday the so 13th so I love watching him um and then Hellraiser I, I, not really Halloween no. but oh hell no Hellraiser that. scares the shit out of me <laughs> like I no 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 um welcome but like Jason, yeah, no, that guy can just fuck off. I hate that guy. Um, but like you know, the classics, you know, Jason, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger. I mean, this right now is that. That's that I, I, I do enjoy that you about know? like. I mean, I not that I don't watch them all year round, but I do kind of like. I don't know. I like to have like you know, get a little warm cider. Sit down with a blanket <laughs> and a joint and watch myself some hot. Well, warm. actually, the, uh, a movie that I watched the other night um, was Interview with the Vampire. Oh, that's. A- I haven't seen that movie, and I was just clicking through, and I saw it. And you was weren't like, you weren't into the Twilights, were you? Um. Yes and no. Uh, my kids are so it's actually kind of funny because I've been telling them to read the books because I read the books first before I watched the movies. Yeah. Um, but so, but I mean, it's the craft. I love the craft. That one was good. Um, it's actually oh, funny. They um, remade that recently. They did. I haven't they seen it. I refuse to like, watch it. Yeah. Um, it's actually funny. Um, our oldest was like, mom, can I watch this? I was like, uh, yeah, of course you can. It's an original. It's a classic. Like, why wouldn't you be able to? Like we're watching Nev it right Campbell. fucking now. Oh yeah. She was, um, I don't know. I, I had Faruja Balk. Yeah. I had a crush on both of them to be honest. I don't know why she was so hot because Faruja Balk was fucking. Now, now she. Ugh, well, yeah. I don't know. I don't think she's that old, but. But Nev Campbell. Yeah. Like she back was then. Do Party of Five area? Actually, she was in uh, House of Cards. Like, she still looks good. She, she was in House of Cards? Uh, in later episodes. I don't know oh, if you've okay, I haven't gotten yeah. that far yet. But what's I'm your, a creature other than of Nightmare habit, of on uh, Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas, Christmas, what's your favorite Halloween movie? Oh, Can you even pick one? God. Putting you on the spot, that's a tough one. <laughs> cricket, cricket. You got one, I would Kevin? have to say Hocus Pocus, honestly. Yeah, I figured. I would have to say uh, that. You know, I, I'm not the big Halloween or horror person. I've gotten more into it lately, but I can't really think of Halloween-themed movies, to be honest. Like, like that happen st- during Halloween or that come out? Like, Oh, if it's just out during Halloween... Um, well, shit. Because I mean, there's only quite there's only like, like one the, that happens during it's Halloween, Halloween yeah, that's and it's true. Halloween. Everything that's else true. is just a horror movie. Yeah. Okay. So any horror movie? I mean, Martyrs. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. It's a, one of those European fucked up films. Like, no, it's but really grotesque. Did you watch that one that, that that I told you sucked? That Malignant. I know it was on my list. I've I was gonna watch it, but that on Netflix, people have been saying like James Wan lost his mind, but like. The parts of it that I watched, it seems like he was going like trying to go the hokey like we're spending a big budget on a movie that should have a small budget. Which if that's if that was his goal, I'll well, commend him for all that. All I can tell you is is that he should have spent another lot of bit of that money on getting fucking people who could act. 
Oh, it is, is literally like, dude, basically, if I just walked down the street and it was like, hey, round up, give me second, seven people. Fuck it. We're filming. Like, that's what <laughs> fuck the it, fuck. We're doing it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. But that's what I'm talking about. I'll be about. the like, own soundboard do you, here. Do you think there's any chance he did that intentionally? If he did, then he's a douche. Okay. Bro, man. You can't, like, you can't get behind that. No. Okay. No. I, it just, it was really one of the worst horror movies I've probably seen ha- since like Night of the Chud. Have you seen it? Did you watch it? No. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, on it's on HBO, HBO Max. Yeah. I haven't watched. Night of the Lepus was the worst. No, that movie was the shit because that is a giant rabbit. You know where that was filmed at? <laughs> I grew up where it was filmed at. Were you an extra? She, she's like, I was one I, of the bunnies. It was filmed in Ajo, Arizona, and I oh, grew no up shit? there. Oh shit! Yeah, you grew up in Ajo. Mm, wow, I did. I did not know the that armpit it was, of Arizona. Yeah, it was Dude, filmed there. The hot armpit of me and my me and my yeah. bed. Oh, pretty much. Me and Chris. Would watch Night of the Lepus on the double creature feature, like late nights on double like that when you still feature. turn the channel, like yeah, with the, the fucking knob, oven knob. The oven like, knob. what's a knob? Yeah, people well, are like, what? What happened? Not the, the one in your pants. Oh, <laughs> or what you are. <clears throat> <laughs> Thanks. But no, not you. I was just saying that person in particular. Knob. Yeah, no. Fucking knob. That one was, I think, the corniest. No, no, no. The corniest one I think seen. I saw was one where there was radioactive worms. And like there was a dude fishing, and all of a sudden the worms are like he was like ah! <laughs> he was like fishing, and this box of worms was like attacking and taking his, his ass down. It yeah, was no, bad. that movie but was like, filmed in Ajo. Yeah, this so, movie, yeah. no, Night of the Lepus was cool. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. Fight me, yeah, that movie's awesome. That's a B movie classic right there. But yeah, I mean, I can, I guess, I can get behind that, and I just, I don't know, I can't wait till it's still far away in Tucson but I just can't wait till we get to that like hoodie weather like at night anyways you know what I mean oh yeah for sure I love hoodie weather hoodie and sweatpants weather it's okay to look like homeless after you know the uh, the fall was it I guess Tuesday night when we went to the uh, House of Bards did the comedy thing yeah Um, I rode home that night and it was it was cold it gets like not cold cold but it's like oh I should have worn long sleeves cold tonight should be colder are you okay yeah I'll I'll survive there's a nip in the air though well, but living out there in Marana, when they flood irrigate and you're riding it, like it drops like 15 degrees, so it gets chilly. Gets a little chilly, but it's not like you need earmuffs, kind of chilly. No. <laughs> oh my god. That's still a long ways off. That's that's kind of one thing that would be nice about living back, back, you know, in the Midwest or the East Coast again, because like then that, you know, you just look at you. You ever seen a girl? You can break you, out your earmuffs. You ever seen a girl and you look and you're like, you know what? Them thighs would make some pretty sweet earmuffs. <laughs> When you try to say that in Arizona, girls like, "What are earmuffs? What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Shut up, shut up! I'm down there. Wrap I'm handling some your tough. legs around my head. Don't shake your head at me. <laughs> that wasn't me shaking my. You've head. known that me. You've known me long enough. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know. She knows what am. to expect. Uh, so so went, you mentioned another movie that. Yeah, I went out today liked. to the theater and I went and saw Cop Shop uh, with Gerard Butler and Frank Grillo. The theater. The theater. I went, I went to, to the, the cinema. Theater. I went to the cinema. I put on my best robes. And I watched had this my movie. smoking pipe. Uh, and it had it was a very interesting Diddled the movie. old lady. <laughs> oh so God. back to the movie review. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't know a camera crew was gonna be here. I have my smoking jacket. Uh, my they forward... don't call them tea and crumpets or nothing. They're biscuits. Would you care for a biscuit? Mom, I want some biscuits. <laughs> you can't have biscuits, you fat fuck. Um. Wow. Yeah. So, cop shop. Part of your childhood, huh? Shut up! I just wanted biscuits. Cop uh, shop. So, cop shop. Uh, basically, uh, Frank Grillo played a dude who, uh, basically, uh, he was a narc and uh, did some did some tricky shit. Took some people down he shouldn't have taken down. And so, uh, 
he's being hunted by uh, some very dangerous hitmen. So he decides, you know what's the safest place is if I just go to jail. So he runs up and punches <laughs> a female cop in the face. He just runs up and pops her. Does he break her. her nose? He's like, Pyaw! just knocks her out real quick. And she fucking tases him aggressively for like 12 minutes because she, she was the sassy black lady. So oh, she okay. was like, oh, I ain't, oh no, motherfucker. And you know, she just starts tasing around. his ass and just tases the fuck out of this guy. Uh, so then he's uh, he goes to jail and he's like, all right, sweet. And then uh, Gerard Butler, who's a hitman, is trying to get in there. So he like starts drinking a bottle of whiskey and driving and <laughs> runs into a cop car and like acts super wasted, even though he's sober, and gets a DUI so he can go into the same prison, to the same him. holding cell, so he can kill him. And then this <laughs> dude who looks like he like. He looks like uh, Napoleon Dynamite's brother. He's like, you're just jealous, Napoleon, because I've been talking to hot chicks online all day. <laughs> that guy? That guy. Napoleon okay. Dynamite. So he looks like that dude, and but he's like a hitman, and he kills more people than anybody in that movie. Like, he's the nerdiest fucking, like, unassuming dude, and he just he <laughs> fucking starts taking motherfuckers down. Catches them by surprise. Uh, there's a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous, uh, but it's a good movie. Uh, yeah, it's it definitely worth good. a watch. I mean, it's not, like, top shelf. It's kind of boring in spots, but... Like, they, they keep the ball rolling. Dude, Frank Grillo and Gerard Butler, like, they make a pretty sweet Good combo. Chemistry. Yeah, they, you can tell they both hate each other. Probably oh, okay. off camera also. So they're like, probably like cats and dogs, dick. literally. You know what? Did you just say cut? Yeah, I want to say cut because that guy can't fucking act. Hey, fuck you, bro. Like, I could just see him. Like, <laughs> like they had that energy. Like, they definitely wanted to beat each other up offset. Um, yeah, if it worked, right? The Leftovers. So the last book slash, it's a TV show on HBO Max. It's been out for years, and I I heard of it, but I didn't know it was related to the book. So the book, what the book is about is, it's written by Tom Perota. It's about the idea that of the aftermath and what happens to the world when 2% of the population one day just all disappears, boom, into ether. Nobody knows what the fuck happened to them. And so obviously you have the religious people saying, was it, was it the rapture? And... So it's just, it's really interesting how they go about it. It's about the uh, main characters, the Garveys. It's Kevin Garvey, his father, Kevin Garvey Sr., and uh, then his wife and his two kids. And the idea is, like, there's this cult called the Remnant, and they always wear white and they smoke and they don't talk. They write everything down to communicate. And they just, like, fucking stalk people and, like, try to convert people. Because the idea is, like, it goes into, like, the heavy emotion shit, but, like, everybody's fucked up because think about our psychology. If... 2% 2% of the population just disappeared. And um, so preface that with one of the preacher in the main part of the story, he knows all the sins because people confessed. And so he's handing out pamphlets like, hey, you think this person was raptured? And he was fucking around and his wife with this preschool teacher, shit like that, like totally ringing them out. And so people are like totally losing their fucking shit over this. They don't know what to think. And chaos ensues. Uh, it's just really well performed. Great soundtrack. What are the um, uh, any main main actors? I mean, um, Justin Thoreau plays the main character, Kevin Garvey. He's the uh, the police chief, um, and he's he's literally he thinks he's going fucking crazy. I mean, he's seeing shit. Um, just really well done, uh, like crazy shit. Like uh, one of the guys that supposedly lives in the town. Uh, it's it's like Mapleton, New York. So it's a smaller town. He's the police chief, and like. This guy, he just sees this random like stray dog with a leash hanging off um, and it just gets fucking shot and it's this guy he's like hey chief like he's out hunting the dogs because all the dogs like after that day like all the dogs went fucking crazy too because they're like half their owners they like, become disappear. feral yeah they become feral and crazy shit it's really unique um, Damon Lindelof produced it and if you liked Lost or any of those other shit, like it's real, it's it's like Lost on crack it's way weirder way more realistic in some ways it's just I hate to compare it to Lost. It's not really like it, but there's some similarities. 
But no, it's it's a uh, because I hated it's like that three shit. seasons, and it's I thought it was really good. It's like I, was I really remember when surprised. I broke my leg, you were loaning me the 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 seasons, and it's like I just fucking like you have to be committed. I binge watched the entire first season, and then I tried watching the second season, and I was like two or three episodes in, and I was just like the problem with that TV oh, back then is that was like early two thousands where like the big shows had to have like 30 fucking episodes a season. I was just like, dude, this is like fucking, <laughs> I just want to bang my head against a fucking pipe. Like, I'm right fucking done. It. It, That's no. the problem with those older, sh- like they're all like 20 it. some episodes. It just, it like, you know, shows now are like 10 to 13 episodes. So they trim all the fat. It's succinct to the point. And that's really what you need for Christ's sake, especially if you're going to do like 75 seasons. Yes, like, we're geez. boring you. <laughs> Sometimes. When people well, that too. Are, they're like 25 episodes and Holy they're like 15 shit. seasons. I just Holy remembered. Today's Thursday, right? Today is Thursday. Today is Thursday. The new What If came out yesterday. Came out on Tuesday. Ooh. I didn't watch it. I didn't either. I haven't watched Damn that it. show at all. So. Damn it. See, Jeff, you fucking... Damn you, succeeded. you succeeded again. No, he's succeeded because now we can't talk about it until the next episode because <laughs> I, I haven't watched it either. Uh, you're, you're waiting for them all to like unwind or come out, aren't you? Yeah. When it comes to binging, like it's hard for me to watch a show as it comes out. I have, I'm like, wait till the season's over and then I'll just watch them. And I once. get that, but this one I've just been like, oh, I've been waiting I for I just want to see because after the first one, was it the first one that had Captain America? Yeah, was, I was like, meh. And then the second I like, one, actually, you're hoping it gets better. Actually, yeah. I, no, no. The first one is the best episode of anything Marvel because they didn't have Captain America be Captain America. It was it Peggy. was Peggy. Yeah, yeah. And and he's still a scrawny little kid, right? Oh well, yeah. But there's other things that <laughs> happens to him. I'm sorry, but, he doesn't um, exist. It's Peggy Carter, but um, <laughs> in a Captain that, America outfit. <laughs> Yeah, that's one easy, thing. Leo. It, oh, easy. I'm sweating easy. over here. Easy, Jesus. easy. <laughs> Calm yourself, Tiger. Uh, I can't. <laughs> Haley Atwell, get at me, girl. It's animated, right? Yeah. Okay. That's it's what animated. Animated. So you were saying something about Phil Collins earlier to me. Yeah. So it's both good news and bad news, I guess. Uh, bad news is that like you know he had a spinal injury a couple years ago, and it's left him with nerve damage. He can't even hold a drumstick anymore, so his son has to play the drums for him. But and he can't stand to perform, so he's sitting on a stool. But right now they're doing like uh, one more farewell uh, Genesis tour. Wow. Uh, they're touring in the UK. They're the thing I looked up because I was gonna try to get tickets, but they they the farthest like they come in America is like the Northeast, and then the, they do they do a show in Detroit, Chicago, and then that's it. Yeah. Like they don't have anything out west. I was like maybe California somewhere, you know, yeah, Vegas pretty, something, yeah. but. He he said that he's only touring until like the end of this year. He won't allow the tour to go into twenty twenty two. It's just his it's just his body. He's so he's, he's like the, he's yeah. like I can't I can't do it like physically. I just can't. Yeah. Uh, but he wants to give it one last hurrah and like I don't know, man. Like I I didn't realize how much I absolutely love Phil Collins. Oh my like God. between Genesis and between all of his like yeah. singles, like. Dude, there's like 30 fucking like just gold. Yeah, he has a ton of like classic gold fucking songs. Um so what 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 would be your favorite? I, I don't know if I can pick a favorite. Uh but I would say uh obviously in the air of the night, I can feel it come. 
This is what I think of just because my daughter that's a Tarzan. watched that movie. That's from Tarzan. I don't need, I can't, you know what I mean? Like young kids watching things like. Against all odds, I would say it's probably one of my favorite Phil Collins songs. This one? No. Okay. It's called in Against the, All Odds. Oh, okay. The, that's the name of the song. But yeah, In the Air of the Night is just, you know, dude, Mike Tyson oh, made it famous again. That must be a, a remastered version. <laughs> I remember. And against against all odds. Damn, the Wi-Fi isn't working very well, Shanda. <laughs> it's all it's Shanda's your phone. phone. Yeah, I know Kevin, it's my phone. Because my phone's working perfectly. Like fine. My, I'm over here fucking texting, twittering, Instagramming. <clears throat> I don't Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you do. Do I, but... No, I don't. She You're... flutters. She doesn't Twitter. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Finally. And on that note, you took the other one from me. <laughs> oh my god, that was great. Ah, uh, timing. The only one. Oh yeah, I love this song. Wait, Leo's gonna sing. Here we go. Do it, Leo. Oh, and he's gonna play air piano, drums. It's like Stevie guitar. Wonder when you do. <laughs> that's just. This isn't Stevie that, Wonder. That's just his. That's just both of his lazy eyes. <laughs> he got Forrest Whitaker eyeball syndrome. <laughs> oh, shit. That's fucked up. God dang. I saw a girl with Forrest Whitaker nipples, dude. Like One was all lazy. The other one was all like, <laughs> it was crazy. Leo. Sticking what? straight up. Jeez. Hey, he's still dating her, so it's okay. <laughs> Look at me now. This yeah, is from a movie. Sad. What movie is this from? It's called Against All Odds. My mom made me watch it. Oh, it was like shit. a kid and shit. It's really? really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, this honestly, is... that's that's what led to the soundtracks was because this I was looking at this song and I was listening to it and I was like, oh, yeah, that's from that one crazy movie. Like it's like a love story, some shit back in the eighties, and oh, this was wow. the this was the main oh. song from it. <laughs> but Phil Collins is the shit, dude. Sosa Studio. Fucking... Oh, I love that. The song Invisible too. Touch. It kind of sounds like a priest move. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> invisible touch. Wow. Oh, is that gonna be? That's what he said. That's a skill yeah. set right there. Okay. <laughs> yes, Father. <laughs> you're, 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 you're looking again for another invisible touch. That's your father. That's the Lord and Father fingering you. Father Hanrahan, you can't st- teach her. Le- priest, leave them kids alone. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have any pudding if you don't beat my meat. <laughs> As Shanda hides her head in shame, like, and she's I like, "This guy is this. my brother." And that he's is like, my brother. Mm-hmm. Like I should have pulled their mic. So, it is me. And this kind of bugged me because you did ask me if I've seen this movie, which I have. Right. Not only because of Jeff, I saw this prior to Jeff. Just so you know. But you told me about Friday. <sighs> yep, Sad we lost news. another cast member. Ezel. Hey, Smokey back here taking a shit. Well, I ain't gonna tell nobody else. And you can have your knife, cause I kill, I or I steal, I don't kill. Ooh, give me them boots, you big shoe wearing motherfucker. I used to love Ezel, man. Ezel, yeah, come on, man. Hey, Smokey, buy a forty ounce for my birthday. Is today your birthday? What's today? <laughs> What's today? My neck, my back, my, my neck, neck and my back. <laughs> I want a hundred and fifty thousand. Sell our court right now for twenty bucks. <laughs> Man, just give me ten dollars and I won't say anything. Come on, man, give me two fifty in the jawbreaker. Shit, a dollar and some envelopes. But uh, yeah, Ezel died, and it was crazy because I had seen that how many people have actually died 
that were in that, that movie. movie. Bernie Mac, yeah. dead. Yeah. I'm like uh, Tiny Tone Liston, also known as Debo, done. Uh, his dad, John Witherspoon the third, done. Uh, the old lady who's like, uh, are you prepared for Jehovah's return? Because if you not, you know, and then he slams the door. She's a half dead motherfucker. Come on, sister. Come on, sister. She died. Um, and now Ezel. Uh, and, I th- and, I, and I know I'm missing at least like one other person. But yeah, like a oh, lot God, of people. That, that movie's that like 25 years old. 92. That movie came out. Shit. So almost 30 no, years. 93. Okay. So I was thirteen when I seen okay. that. That was the first. That was the first explicit like rap album I was allowed to buy because I was thirteen. I was like, because you were thirteen. Yeah, my mom was She's like, like, "You're already playing with yourself. You might as well hear this language." Damn. No, my mom never said that. Thank <laughs> Holy God. Shit. Holy fuck! I don't know how honest your mom was, but Jesus. Wow. No, my mom didn't ever say that. She was just like, because I basically told her I was like, I already listen to all this shit when you're not around anyway. So let me just buy a fucking rap, rap album with my money. Like I listen to this all the time. My money. So. Let me spend it. Yeah. So that, the Friday soundtrack was so the that first. So that held some serious nostalgia for you. Yeah. And I can, like, man, I was remember when that movie came out, I was in middle school, and me and my friends would get yelled at because we'd be in the very back row, literally quoting the entire movie from the opening <laughs> credits to the end of the credits. And my teacher's like, Shut fucking stop. <laughs> She'd just come yelling at us, and we'd be like, <laughs> She's hey, like what are you talking about? I'm back about? here taking a shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell nobody. Leo, else. not again. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. I mean, Jeez. shit happens. Shit happens, man. But I did, uh, like you were mentioning earlier, Tuesday I had done the uh, the Open House mic. of Bards over there. They finished their patio. It was cool. We were yeah, on the, the high it's a stage nice again. Setup now uh, it's pretty baller. I had a decent set. I also uh, last Saturday I did uh, the Music Box. Uh, they uh, have an open mic again. And so, uh, obviously, as we talked last time, Norm MacDonald has passed, which yeah. is very sad. And so they were doing a thing where if you did a Norm joke as your, you know, in your set, you got an extra two minutes. So uh, I told the joke he told on Conan, which was like I won't go into the whole thing. But he's basically he's like, ah, so I, uh, a moth. Okay, he goes into a into a <laughs> he goes into a podiatrist's office. And he, he goes to this, like, basically, it sounds like, you know, he's like, oh, my wife's this, my fucking, you know, kids are this, that. And like, he's like, I, I just want to kill myself. You know, and he's like, I, uh, well, geez, it kind of sounds like you need a psychiatrist. <laughs> Why did you come into a podiatrist? <laughs> and he says, oh, your light was on. It's <laughs> <laughs> like... Uh, and then I had a good set over there. There was tons of people. You came out. Oh my god! Uh, you came out to both shows. Both man. Was, uh, were uh, House of Bards. There was like fucking thirty comics that went up there. And there was like night. twenty something yeah, uh, over then, at uh, Music Box. And there music was a, box. There, there, was there was a decent crowd there, dozen? so it was fun. I got to yeah. do two good mics this week, uh, this past week, and it was a good time. So I'm Making looking the people mm-hmm. laugh. Yeah, giving yeah. them what they want. Giving them what they need. <laughs> I got the I got the fever. And the only prescription, it's more, more cowbell. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're such a dirty. Yeah, totally. I know that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, this has been fun, yeah, guys. Yeah, like, it This has, is a blast. And I'm like, sure. so thank you guys for, uh, for, for doing this while Jeff's been out of town. And, uh, of course. Jeff, we miss, we, Jeff. we miss you, Jeff. We will Meh. see. We'll Don't see. Uh, <laughs> the mixing board misses you too. Yeah, the mixing board is probably like, what the? We fuck? got like forty-seven wires and cables running around. Don't tell him that. Shanda's gonna spend the next three hours taking it apart. I but. ain't doing shit with this crap. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, Jeff will be back uh, next. 
week sometime. Next I think. week sometime. I'm we're sure. hoping. But uh, either way, we if not, I will make sure I do one of these uh, before uh, we before too long. So thank you guys for listening and uh, theme song out, <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you on the flippity. flippity.